Yes. Good evening, friends, and welcome to another installment of the Talking Machine Hour here on WPPM 106.5 FM. I'm your host, David Atlas, and we just heard Bailey's Lucky Seven with a song called Lovey Came Back on Janet Records, reproduced for you from its 78 RPM shellac 10-inch existence on a period Victrola phonograph. That's right, we're winding them up and changing the steel needles with every song tonight to bring you the haunting refrains of yesteryear once again on your FM dial.
bright, never saw things growing so right, noticing the days hurrying by, when you're in love, my, how they fly, blue days, all of them gone, all of them gone, nothing but blue days, from now on.
Mr. Ted Weems and his orchestra there performing a song called Cobblestones, recorded in 1927, sending that one out to Quinn Listening in Brooklyn. Before that, we heard Miss Lee Morse and her Bluegrass Boys on Perfect Records from 1926, performing He's Still My Baby. And at the top of the set, Mr. Johnny Marvin and his orchestra on Victor Records recorded January 17, 1927, a song called Blue Skies, and that's an awfully morose little version of that tune. But here we are another Wednesday evening with you, sharing these 78 RPM shellac recordings. The next one I've got is Miss Helen Richards, recorded on a dime store label called Domino. And it looks like she recorded this track, or I should say, they released this same record uh, under three or four different dime store record labels, including Banner and Oriole, to name a few, which uh, wasn't super uncommon back then, but maybe a little less common using the same um, act using the same performing name. Um, Usually people came up with different pseudonyms back then. But anyway, this next tune is kind of interesting because it was from a 1929 film called On With The Show, which was a pre-code musical released by Warner Brothers and filmed in two-strip Technicolor. It was notable as the first all-talking, all-color feature-length movie, and that was the second color movie released by Warner Brothers. Um... Interestingly, also, the film featured Miss Ethel Waters performing um, this song that we're about to hear. Um, This is the Helen Richards version, but after that, I'm going to play another record by um, Miss Ethel Waters for you listeners out there in Radio Land. So uh, here's here's the tune, M.I. Blue, from the 1929 film, On With The Show, here on the Talking Machine Hour for all of you out there in Radio Land. Thank you. 
You're listening to the Talking Machine Hour on WPPM 106.5 FM. Um, before I get to the song that we just heard, uh, I'll, I'll announce what, the, what that set was. Um, at the top, we heard Am I Blue by Helen Richards on Domino Records from 1929, followed by Ethel Waters performing Sweet Man on a very worn-out Columbia record from 1925. And lastly, we had Neapolitan Nights by Ernie Golden and his orchestra on a dime store record called Harmony, um, recorded September 12th, of 1928 and um, I'm, I was looking up the next record that I have for you and I realized that the vocalist singing um, might actually be the person who composed the next song we're about to hear and indeed it was so the record says here uh, Foxtrot with a vocal chorus by Arthur Selig which it turns out is just a pseudonym as was often used on these dime store records um, for the prolific um, performer Arthur Fields Um, So yeah, there he was singing to us, performing Neapolitan Nights, and the next song that we're about to play, um, he actually penned. So uh, this is written by Arthur Fields, who uh, was born Abraham Finkelstein in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Although he grew up in New York, he went on to become a pretty famous vaudeville performer uh, and obviously a prolific um, record artist, recording artist, um, as we just heard. So anyway... The song that uh, he wrote that I'm about to play for you, it was uh, published by Arthur Fields and Walter Donovan in 1914, and it was uh, the, the version we're about to hear was the first recording of it, performed by the comic duo Collins and Harlan, who were also prolific recording artists of the era and also uh, vaudeville stars of the time as well. Um, and this same song actually hit number three on the Billboard charts in 1951 after MGM included it in a movie where Debbie Reynolds and Carlton Carper performed it. Uh, so their recording actually charted to number three on the Billboard in 1951. Um, this is the original 1914 recording. Uh, I'm not going to introduce the title of the track, but I'll leave you to infer it yourselves. Chip and 
Yeah, that was Cliff Edwards, also known as Ukulele Ike, also known to some of you as the voice of Jiminy Cricket. Um, That was him performing When My Sweetie Puts Her Lovin' On, on a perfect record. Yes, it couldn't be more perfect than that, from 1924. And before that, we heard on the Harmony Dime Store record label, the Nightclub Orchestra performing Flame and Mammy, and at the top of the set, of course, the Abba Dabba Honeymoon by Collins and Harlan, the original recording on Victor Records from 1914. All 10-inch, 78 RPM shellac records for you tonight, Um, but this next one is an exception. It's 12 inches, yes, They did produce records in all different sizes um, back in the early phonograph era. Um, Typically, 12-inch records were meant for longer passages like uh, classical music or symphonies or operas and that sort of stuff. So there isn't too much pop music on there while it does exist. Um, Anyhow, tonight I went uh, digging through my 12 inches to see if I could pull out my copy of the Star Spangled Banner and... uh, the Stars and Stripes Forever March. And of course, one of them had a big crack in it. But 
I did stumble upon this little gem to share with you. This is uh, An American in Paris, which you may be familiar with. Uh, This is a performance by the Victor Symphony Orchestra. Um, In case you're not familiar, An American in Paris was uh, written by George Gershwin in 1928. Um, It's a uh, jazz sort of orchestral piece um, of the times, and this would be the first recording of it. Um, It was made by RCA Victor in 1929 with Nat Shilkret conducting the RCA Victor Symphony Orchestra. We're familiar with Nat Shilkret from another from several other pop recordings of the era. Anyway, uh, they drew members out of the Philadelphia Orchestra to make this one. A little shout-out to Philly again. Um, And Gershwin was actually on hand to supervise the recording and wound up actually playing an instrument in it because, um, let's see here, there was a Celesta solo and they didn't have anyone to play it. So they asked Gershwin to play, and there he is. He's on the recording. He's on the record for you tonight. Anyway, this is a 12-inch record, so it's a little bit longer, and it's uh, two-sided, so there's going to be a little break in the middle while I wind the phonograph back up and change the needle again to play the flip side. But hey, where else are you going to hear that kind of <clears throat> that kind of uh, reproduction of an American in Paris on the FM radio band? But right here on WPPM LP Philadelphia 106.5, it's the Talking Machine Hour, and this is an American in Paris. Thank you. 
And here's our station ID break while I flip this record so we can hear the second movement of An American in Paris, the original Victor recording um, presented here on 78 RPM 12-inch record on a period phonograph for you on WPPM 106.5, a fresh needle and a wound-up phonograph, and away we go with part two. An American in Paris, performed by the Victor Symphony Orchestra on Victor Records from 1929, under the direction of Nat Shilkret, and featuring the composer himself, Mr. George Gershwin, tonight on the Talking Machine Hour. Yeah, I want to take a minute and uh, talk to you all a little bit about a man named Eldridge Johnson. He was the founder of the Victor Talking Machine Company um, of Camden, New Jersey, and uh, it's kind of noteworthy because I believe he released the first their first record, I think before he was calling it Victor, um, about 117 years ago this week. So a little bit about him. Um, he grew up in Dover, Delaware, um, 
and graduated from Dover Academy in 1882, but was considered not smart enough to go to college and was encouraged to learn a trade. So off he went to become a machinist working in Camden, New Jersey. There he was approached by Emil Berliner, who was the inventor of the gramophone and the disc record, not to be confused with the uh, cylinder record of Edison's time. Um, anyway, he was tasked with inventing a motor that would play the discs at a continuous speed, eliminating the need to constantly crank a gramophone by hand. Can you imagine? Anyhow, his spring motor was a success, and in 1901, he had Berliner's patents. He combined them with his own, and he founded the Victor Talking Machine Company. It grew to encompass 10 entire city blocks in Camden, New Jersey, grossed millions annually, and produced some of the most famous recordings in the world. Johnson's international sales offices were located worldwide in Australia, Buenos Aires, Japan, and Milan, to name a few. He went on to lead the sale of thousands of Victrolas, all manufactured with the public in mind, and after 30 years in the industry, he retired in 1927. The Victor Talking Machine Company was sold to RCA in 1929, and uh, fast forward to 1985, Johnson received a Grammy Award presented posthumously, and now on display at the Johnson Victrola Museum in Dover, Delaware. Yes! There is a museum, and it's just a hop, skip, and a jump outside of Philadelphia. Exhibits include phonographs, recordings, memorabilia, trademarks, objects, and paintings that highlight Mr. Johnson's successful business enterprises and chronicle the development of the sound recording industry. And you bet I'm going to be taking a field trip down there this summer, and I'll be reporting right back to all of you listeners. But hey, if you can't wait for that, take a look yourself. You can find some more information by going online and looking up the Johnson Victrola Museum. That's in Dover, Delaware. You're listening to the Talking Machine Hour here on WPPM 106.5 FM. I'd just like to take a moment to thank all of our listeners out there who supported WPPM in our first fundraiser last week. We wound up exceeding our goals, which is a great success for community radio here in Philadelphia. So uh, thank you all for contributing, and uh, thank you all for listening. The next track here, um, in the spirit of Independence Day, which is coming up, um, and awfully fitting as we're only a block away from the Liberty Bell and Independence Hall, um, this is another Nat Shilkret on Victor Records of Camden, New Jersey. This one is called America Did It Again.
And that was, of course, Salsa's band performing Stars and Stripes forever, recorded in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania in 1904. There it is, reproduced for you on 78 RPM on a cracked 12-inch record. And I promise I won't play any more cracked records. I'm just feeling amped with patriotism tonight. Uh, broadcasting here from the WPPM studios off of Market Street, only a block away from the birthplace of liberty and independence here in Philadelphia. Yes, so I'm wishing all of you a wonderful Independence Day next week and a great weekend coming up. Um, Thanks for listening tonight. I think I have time for one more record. So before I go, I'll remind you that you can download all past episodes of the Talking Machine Hour at my website, StereoAtlas.com, along with finding the set lists for each program. If you'd like to look for a specific record, don't hesitate to reach out to me. You can find my contact information there or on Instagram at DJ David Atlas or on Facebook at the Talking Machine Hour. Anyhow, hope you all have a great night. Uh, This last track is Miss Elizabeth Spencer, also on Victor Records. You're sure to recognize this one as well. Um, Thanks for listening, everybody. Don't forget, you don't have to be creepy to like creepy music, but it sure doesn't hurt.
You're listening to WPPMLP, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania.